Welcome to Texas Tidbits! I'm Coach Rob. And I'm Coach Cover. And this week we're talking about essential questions for social studies. Let's talk about the questions and then like why we came up with them, why we care so much about it. Okay, so our questions, so our essential questions for social studies are questions that we want to connect throughout the history of Texas. Because we talk about history of Texas or the history of Texas a lot from one perspective. Um, And it's important for us as Texas history teachers and as students of Texas history to look at Texas history from more than one lens. And so we created these questions because we want to understand how the perspective that we're looking at history from changes um, and how those changes in perspective can change how somebody experiences that history. So, yeah, so I can just like say the questions and we can kind of talk about where they came from. So we have three questions that we're always going to try to come back to in every single unit that we're in. So the first one is when we're studying something, who is the one doing the talking and giving us their perspective? And like, can we see their bias? So for example, we are about to start studying the Native Americans and we see a lot of the Native Americans through the lens of the Europeans because they're the ones talking, they're the records that we have. And we already last year like talked about, they have a lot of really bad bias. They don't think very highly of them. And when we read their writing, we have to filter out the bias that the Europeans wrote in their historical accounts. And then the second question is who is oppressed and who is the oppressor? We have to talk about oppression and just those different variations of the word. So oppression is a long period of cruel or unjust treatment or control. So when we say who is oppressed, who is the one like under control or is being treated unjustly? And then who is the oppressor? And in different parts, and the oppressor is the person who's giving control over somebody else. And usually it's not very good control. Um, I was going to add that throughout history, every single society and every single group of people has had some kind of dynamic with oppression and Mm -hmm. oppressor. And it's not something that is unique to what happens in Texas history, but it's something that you can see throughout all eras and throughout all groups of people in history everywhere is there's going to be one group that is oppressing another group. There will always be a group that is in charge and is kind of treating another group unjustly and like kind of taking their dignity away. And that's something that you'll see throughout time. And it's not something that just happens in Texas or just happens in Texas history. So it's important that throughout your history classes that you go through from seventh grade all the way until you're done taking history classes that you see and you look for what kind of dynamic there are between the people who are interacting with one another. Yeah, and I think the first and the second question, those two are like kind of related because if you're reading something and you were like, it doesn't look like anyone's oppressed, like everything looks super happy and awesome, we're probably not seeing both sides. There's probably some bias written in. Um, And then we need to do some more digging of if I see this person's point of view, what is the other person, what did they think about what was going on? Um, And then the thing I was going to say too about that is like, Sometimes it'll change in history and sometimes it'll stay the same. For the most part, Native Americans have been oppressed since the Europeans came. We see that 
still today with where they're allowed to live and how they're allowed to live. And we saw it when the Europeans came over, like we're going to see next week or this week um, when the Europeans, quote unquote, like discovered this land. So those two are connected. I think they're really interesting to talk about. And then the last question is probably my favorite. What is the through line from this event to how my world is now? And the through line is a consistent theme that connects history, so something in the past, to the way society is today. And I learned about the through line on another podcast called Through Line. And these two really cool people just talk about like a random thing that they found in history, like as small as like how plastic was invented and then connects it to something going on in our world today. So for the average person, including myself and Ms. Coburn, the through lines are really hard to find sometimes because we don't get all of the history presented to us at the same time, especially at the intermediate Texas history level. But if we find it, like we're going to tell you about it, we're going to tell you about it in this podcast, we're going to tell you about it in class. Um, and I think it's really cool to see how events from two, 300 years ago are still affecting us today. But those are our questions. Anything you want to add about our questions? Um, I also find the through line to be very interesting. And just in things that we'll be talking about in the future, like very near future, um, with the Native Americans is everything that the Europeans did to the natives or with the natives is still having an effect today. And so we'll look at that in more depth um, next week and the following week, because there's a reason that when you, you know, go out in public, you don't see like Karen Kawa Indians anymore because of what happened yeah. in 1500 AD. Yeah. And so that's just something that we can't control how it was, but we can recognize how awful things happened then and how that changes things today. Mm -hmm. So Ms. Coburn, we also want to talk about like, why do we care about these essential questions? Because you and I had a lot of conversations this summer about, okay, how are we going to frame how we teach Texas history this year. So do you have anything that you want to share about why we picked these three questions to kind of be the theme of how we talk about Texas history this year? So we chose these three questions and these ideas because of the climate of the society that we're really living in right now. Um, things that have happened in the past, so things that are out of our control today are affecting the way our government and our society are working right now. And it's important for us to study those things that happened in the past and understand those connections to the future because, or into the present, because we have to live with the consequences of the actions of people before us. Mm -hmm. And the best way to try to fix the things that we find wrong is to talk about them and to try to like, teach the next generation so teach y'all about these different things that are happening and how to see bias and change your perspective and understand other people's points of view and understand oppression because until we can do those things things really aren't going to change for the better for anybody mm -hmm. do you have anything to add to that yeah i really liked what you said about like raising up the next generation because somehow that keeps coming up in conversations i have with people but the generation that's like in middle school and high school and college right now, I think maybe they're all the same, same generation. I don't know. 
but they really care about other people. Like I thought millennials cared about other people. Well, I think the generation after us just cares about them like intrinsically already. And so that's really exciting. And um, I think while all of this social justice stuff has been happening in our society in 2020, I hear a lot of people like realizing a lot of through lines of racism in our country. And then they say, and they're my age, they're older than me, they're well educated. And they're like, I never knew this was a thing. And so I don't think that's any one person's fault. I don't think it's one history teacher's fault. I don't think it's a state's curriculum's fault because it's really hard to teach like 400 years of history on a developmentally appropriate level in 180 days. And so that's why we're doing this podcast. That's why we're thinking through these questions is we want to make sure that when this, our students leave us, they have been exposed to this. They understand through lines. They understand oppression. Um, and I'm excited to see as we pour into them and teach them like what they are able to do and change um, hopefully our society for the better. But I'm super excited. I I'm love to love to It's going to be so much fun. I'm so excited to get into history. Yeah, so speaking of excited, what are you most excited for? I'm most excited to finally start talking about the history of Texas and not just the geography. Like, I know that it's very important for us to learn the geography because learning the geography helps us understand the history. But I'm really excited to start talking about history. Yes. What about you? So Monday and Tuesday, um, we are watching a documentary called America Before Columbus. And we watched it a couple weeks ago to, like, make sure... We picked what we wanted to show and not to show. And I just think it's done really well. And I think it's a great intro to the Native Americans. I like talking about the Native Americans and just all of the really cool things that they're able to invent and discover and their way their societies were made like five, 600 years ago. So everything. I'm excited about all of next week. It's going to be so, great. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. We're super excited about this week. We're excited about the future of Texas history. See you later.